<laughs> he had no idea. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, well. All right, let's get a show going here. I'm tired. Grumpy. All right, let's do this. I eat hamburgers for dinner, so it's going to kill me. January 7th, 2020, and I'm Eric, uh, talking at you, as always, from beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Shit, I didn't prepare anything. Where I, someone asked me today, who would you rather have, you could have sex with anybody you want, living or dead, What? and I said, well, I'd prefer living then. <laughs> it's the best answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> living or dead who would it be living thank you i prefer not the dead fish thing right <laughs> so good should have done that better sorry hi everybody hi show hi uh mike and pod pit lane parlay um hi aunt in uk uh please hire me um ask our people hire me uh epic do something epic every day, people. Uh, pick me and Gord. Yep. And high world. Uh, numbers are going up a little bit, so that's good. Thank you for that. Um, where else was I at? That, that thing and the NASCAR and uh, the app. The app might actually happen this time. <laughs> it's, it's difficult. It's not going as planned because this site's actually really hard. You have to know code and crap. Which leads me to believe that it might actually work this time when I'm done with it. But it's going to take a little while. But the What If Our app is happening again. So look forward to being disappointed in that soon. That is exciting and I am looking forward to that. I hope it works out this time. I'm sick of failing. But I'm learning code at the same time. <laughs> Every time I fail, I learn something about computers. So... It's a good thing. That, that's the important Maybe. thing. Maybe it's a useless thing. I have no idea. Um, what else do I have for us? Very, very little. I did not prepare today. I didn't prepare much yesterday because I felt like crap. Um, so we're just going to have to kind of wing it tonight. But that's not so bad. We've been through worse. Absolutely. I'm well prepared, so we're good to go. That's good. I probably won't have too many good uh, retorts, but I will do my best. Oh, I haven't. Trust me, you'll have some. <laughs> so the one thing I did see, and I don't know if you've seen it, but if you haven't, please Google it. Um, the Golden Globe Awards were on Sunday. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> and Ricky Gervais hosted again. It was amazing. He, <laughs> that was phenomenal. He uh, hit the one of the, twice, best. the opening. Yeah, the opening monologue was amazing, and he hit them again later on near the end. Oh, did he? I yeah. saw the opening monologue where he's like, I don't care. I don't, yeah. It's the last time. I don't, don't care. 
<laughs> my first thing is I love when he started that off because he's like, you know, so this is the fifth time. It'll be the last. So I really don't care. People laugh. He goes, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I never cared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, his um, his speech about uh, how the um, um, celebrities, when they get up to accept their awards to to not use it as a political platform yeah. because they're all a bunch of edu- uneducated idiots who have less schooling than Greta Thornburg. <laughs> Just thank your agent and your God and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Oh my God. That was amazing. And of course, now they're calling him a right wing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Even though, even though he's always considered himself a liberal, he's actually they're all yeah. calling him a, a right wing now, which is hilarious. My only problem with Ricky Gervais is he generally doesn't write his own material. He has a writer write for him. So, yeah. So his, his stand-up act isn't really his stand-up act. And I take, I take issue with that in stand-up. A lot of the big-name comedians have writers, and I just think that's not fair. That's like, that's like taking a cab in a marathon. You're, you're not... You know, if you're going to do it that way, at least man up and say you're doing it that way. You know, don't don't make, get up there and, like, pass it off as your own material. That's like WWE wrestlers passing themselves off as some kind of sport. You're, you're actors. And same with these comedians who use other people's jokes. They're actors. They're not stand-ups. Yeah. And the, the rest of us sit at home and sweat over our set. We get up there fucking worried sick about whether our jokes are going to do well or not. I don't have a team of writers writing for me. And if you do that, then you basically, you, you go up on stage knowing that like a dictaphone on a funny looking stool could do your act. So you're not really, you know, you're only cheating yourself, I think. <laughs> but it was a good, it was a good set. Like uh, I enjoyed listening to him. But it's it's with that it's always with that asterisk that he didn't write his jokes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, good show. Whatever. I there the looks on the faces of the audience were made it all worth it. I mean, they I'm just looked- disappointed that they spent too much time focusing on Tom Hanks's face because I'm such a Tom Hanks fan. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was just I mean everything. About about it was just absolute genius. Yeah, it really was. It was just so good. I like the shot at DiCaprio. That was amazing. When he's like, The Irishman was a long movie. He's like, It's so long when Leonardo DiCaprio went in. By the time it was over, his date was too old for him. <laughs> he laughed his ass off at that. Yeah, he, he thought did. that was funny. Yeah, he was a good sport about it. <laughs> well, he didn't have to be. I think you have to be. I think you should be. I look forward to getting burned by guys like that when I'm, when Eric and Gord are at that level. Oh, the, the burn he did at the end of the night was a thing against um, uh, Harvey Weinstein. He said something about actors ignoring things. He goes, well, of course. He goes, you guys are good at ignoring things. You did it with Harvey Weinstein for this many years. You're all to blame for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just threw them right under the bus. And he's like, oh, it was genius. Um. Well, this is nuts. McFarlane, Seth McFarlane has a lot to say about that. Yeah. Because he says, he claims he knew about it five years before he got busted. And his trial just started, or is just about to start. Just about to start, that's right. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That's going to be entertaining. 
That's one I'd like to follow. I'll follow Weinstein's trial. Uh, uh, but I guess we should get back and see him what the hell's going on with Trump. Uh, I, I well, actually, the other night after we talked and after I got sick of looking at islands and goats, I uh, looked up Trudeau and he's nowhere to be found. He's taking it quiet over the holidays. I actually have news on him. I couldn't I think of interesting. Oh, you'll love this. Um, now, the first thing is simply that uh, Canada has pulled its troops out of uh, out of Iraq or Iran. Yeah, uh, which makes sense because of all the shit that's going on and the fact that Iran has absolutely just sent a dozen missiles out to um, U.S. Uh, um, sites over in Iran. So, well, of course they're going to retaliate. Yeah, which they did, and they've already openly warned: if you retaliate for our retaliation, then basically it's war. Yeah. Keeping in mind that they've got Israel on their side. Yeah, and they've basically, they said that they weren't necessarily going to retaliate against the U.S. as much as they would take out, um, uh, who, who are they always against? Um, not Israel. Well, Iran's always against everybody. Yeah, but there's one little country in particular that said, yeah, if you fuck with us, we'll, we'll, we're going to take them out instead. Yeah, it's going to be a nasty war. It's probably going to get us right back into Bush-style war. Yeah. Um, And, you know, why not? Hey, let's try again. We've only failed 400 times. Maybe this time for sure. Yep. Fingers crossed. It's a ridiculous American thing. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We're never going to win in that area the english didn't win the huns didn't win the french didn't win uh the russians didn't win u.s has failed several several times it's just you're never going to conquer you can't beat a bunch of people who have nothing to lose no you can't it's true now there is one thing that's kind of made me keep in mind i got a bit of a sick uh, personality for this one so i just i found this funny um at the um at the funeral procession for the uh, terrorist dude that was killed, um, or whoever this guy was, um, <laughs> so there was a there was a stampede, <laughs> and fifty six people died, two hundred and thirteen were injured. <laughs> That's brutal. Now, not only that, but so they bombed. So the U.S. bombs. Iran, but hits this specific target, kills X many yeah. people. Iran comes back and blows up a couple of U.S. sites, and as far as we can tell, nobody died because they were all they had already moved their troops out. Yeah, and just keep in mind, this guy wasn't a terrorist. He was like a general in the Iranian army. Who was according to reports was responsible. I mean, I've checked a couple, a few sites off this. I didn't just go off of Fox News, obviously. But he is responsible for the ordering death of some U.S. troops. Yeah. But when you look into why that happened, it's, again, it's all part of the same bullshit of what the U.S. was there for anyways. So, eh, whatever. Um, so, eh, terrorist, whatever you want to call him. Who the fuck cares? Um, it doesn't matter anyways in today's thing. But nonetheless, Iran goes and, you know, bombs out part of these 
sites uh, in the in the uh, on the U.S. naval bases or U.S. bases. Nobody dies in that, but yet at the funeral for the guy that they're supposed to be retaliating against, fifty-six of you motherfuckers died, two hundred thirteen injured. Yeah, you did more damage to yourselves at the funeral than your yeah. own retaliation for the death. Well, that's what they do. You're not the smartest. They're, they really aren't. They're oh. these are, you know, they they buy it in their own communities they do all kinds of stupid shit there's a reason they're dirt poor people who live in the middle of the desert like it's it's not because anyone's keeping them down they're one of the richest nations in the world it's just their government takes all the money and they're too dumb to do anything about it yeah oh by the way the crowd were shouting a death to israel yeah during during the whole thing too so israel's one of the places that'll be hit well, they don't want to do that. Oh, they will. They don't. Yeah, but Israel has the military might to wipe them off the earth without anybody's help. They don't want to do that. Israel will destroy them. Yeah, and they'll do it with impunity. These people don't seem to have the, I don't know, the foresight. I mean, maybe they do. Who knows? Israel will go nuclear. Israel will go nuclear. I guarantee it. They'll be the second country ever. Oh, there's no way. If they go nuclear, that's it. That would, they wouldn't exist anymore. They get but, leveled for it. Unfortunately, they've always got America backing them. Like America always, like even Trump loves to support. He's declaring the the, the fucking Jews a. Uh, a religion or a race instead of a religion in the U.S. So he's separating Israeli Jews from American Jews, basically. He's making them, I don't know. It's its a weird time. I, I think he's not smart enough to really navigate this war properly. No. I really, I don't. I don't think he is. I know everyone's saying, oh, the Pentagon runs the show and the Pentagon won't let him do this and that. Uh, I don't know. I I think there's enough sick people in the Pentagon that will uh, let this happen and let it get way out of hand. Well, to give an idea about just how strange this whole thing is, on Tuesday, the Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif uh, said the U.S. has declined in to issue him a visa to travel to New York for meetings at the United Nations. Right. Um, which he, he's supposed to be allowed to, the U.S. is supposed to allow foreign officials to attend these meetings. He, sta- he openly stated, he goes, this is because they fear someone will go there and tell the truth to the American people. But they are mistaken. The world is not limited to New York. You can speak with American people from Tehran, too, and we will do just that. Yeah. Yeah, so. there is there is uh, um, a lot of independent press in those countries, mm-hmm. and uh, the the big one. What the hell is the name of it? Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera. Yep. Yeah. They they've got American and Canadian channels. Yeah. So, they and they're the ones you kind of want to listen to at this stuff. Not only that, but they know they have full access to all North American. Um, media as it is anyways yeah 
So, I mean, because, like, they're all there. So, I mean, it'd be no big deal just to be able to throw them and say, hey, here, go grab so-and-so from this place. We want to... Yeah, but you don't know how... What that story is going to look like by the time it hits our airwaves. We don't know what any story looks like by the time it hits our airwaves anyway, so that doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that. Uh, so that's going on. Very interesting. Missiles going. People dying. Yeah, yeah. I don't... I don't see this being the end of it. I don't see this being a small skirmish. This is just beginning. Now, you had mentioned about Justin Trudeau not being in the news. He hasn't been much. The BBC. That's because he's been on vacation. Well, yeah, it's it's his and, holiday season. That's right. And the BBC has picked up and uh, they they did an article on him saying just Trudeau and Justin Trudeau and the politics of facial hair. <laughs> oh God. So the, the Canadian Prime Minister has returned from his winter holidays with a fresh beard. And it's literally him with a bit of scruff. Yeah, that's probably yeah. all he can grow. Which is true. Now, I'm going to give him this credit. The picture that they posted, because he's doing this very serious, I'm in very deep thought about a very serious issue pose. It's clearly staged, you can tell. Yeah. Uh, he is a teacher. Uh, but I have to admit, he looks way more leadership with this look than he does as the baby-faced twat knows that we know that he is. Well, he needs a, a rebranding. He really does. And he's just the type of guy to do that, too. Like, think he could disappear for a month and come back with a beard and everyone will forget who he is. And the beard is very salt and pepper. So he's got a lot of white hair mixed in with it. So he's got the nice flowing dark hair on top with a little bit of the... The white oh, yeah. so, it looks, so it makes them look a lot more older, the more distinguished. At least, again, this, basing this all off of a single picture, but nonetheless. And it's a, an entire article all about facial hair in politics. And it's hilarious how they're basically just not allowed. Well, it really shouldn't be. I mean, that's what killed, um, what's his name, the NDP guy there. I called him. I, got, I just called him Beardy Mustacherton, and I can't remember his fucking name. That's all I ever called him. Well, they talk about Al Gore made headlines after after he lost the election. He reemerged uh, with a full beard, and he it was dubbed the Exile Beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Paul Ryan also had fresh double. Um. He was the first speaker to have a beard in almost 100 years. Wow. And people kind of freaked out about it. Uh, my favorite thing about this was Margaret Thatcher. Uh, she, she had a beard? No, but she would not tolerate <laughs> any minister wearing a beard whatsoever. It was yeah. a straight-up rule. Mustaches were fine, but no beards. If any British leader was going to show up with a beard, I would have expected it to be her. That would have been amazing. Uh, but apparently she has a condition which is called pogonophobia, which is an extreme dislike of beards. <laughs> oh, it's a phobia. So, well, yeah, it's, it's a phobia. What about... Uh, <laughs> well, I guess Jack Meat's probably going to have something to say about this because he's got a pretty epic beard. Yeah, um... That's the one thing. Um, uh, he, he's the only one being like, I mean, they mentioned him. It says, in Canada, the last three leaders of the country's left-leaning federal New Democrats all have had facial hair, including the current leader, Jagmeet Singh. 
Thomas Buclair, who Mulcair, that's Beardy yeah. Mustacherton. Mulcair, sorry. Mulcair. Yeah, that's it. That was Beardy Mustacherton. Which I think he would have gotten elected if that if that was his name. Well, the, he faced calls. They they actually told him to shave off his trademark full beard when he took over the party's leadership, and he said, "Go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that." Yeah, it's totally why he lost. He's creepy as fuck. <laughs> like it's a creepy beard. You look up a picture of Mulcair. He look. He's a scary man. Are they really? Yeah, that it's just. He looks like a creepy dude. That's why I could. I just called him Beardy Mustacherton. I tried to lighten in the mood, but no one would listen to me. <laughs> really, you think he looks? Eh, he's scary looking. You know, compared, in the eyes. He's got very angry eyes. There's compared no to Jack Layton, who just had that nice white mustache, he's just like looked like everybody's daddy. He's just a sweet guy. See, you know, I would, it's not because of the beard that makes him look evil. His eyes look. Dead. Like he looks. Oh yeah, he's a crazy dude all around. And I think he was. Like he was not good for the NDP. They made a good choice replacing him. I don't know if Singh was the replacement to go with, but that's what they got now. But as Canadian Prime Minister to wear facial hair was the mustached Sir Robert Borden in the early 20th century. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That makes sense. Well, it's good for, uh, you know what? I applaud Trudeau for trying. I, I, I know Canada is going to fall for it too. Mm. You're going to hear all this crap, even on the CBC. You're going to hear crap like, "Oh, look at this new prime minister ready to take his job seriously." No, he's just got some stubble. He's still Trudeau. <laughs> but people fall for that shit. Oh, he's refreshed. He's back. His his second term is going to be as a new man. No, it's not. He just didn't no. shave while he was away. It's because he's homeless. Oh, uh, oh, hang on. Add this one to the list. Yeah. So I just thought. I mean, say I just thought that was funny that you mentioned about there's nothing in the news about Trudeau. I'm like, well, technically there is. He's well, got to be. So there's. <laughs> That's where we're at with with news of the prime minister. That's all we can come up with right now. He's got a beard. He's got Come a on. beard. Thanks. For, I'll sleep better tonight. <laughs> at first, uh, I was like, "Holy fuck, who's that guy? What did he do with Trudeau?" <laughs> Someone killed the prime minister. Oh no, he's just got some stubble. <laughs> Way to go, Clark Kent. You got me with your disguise. Idiots. Uh, so you mentioned before about Weinstein. Yeah, he's going to be trial. Is, the trial has officially started. Uh, started, I believe it actually started today. Yeah, there was a lot of protests out front. And... Well, here's what's interesting. Um, he had uh, the judge had threatened to lock him up. Uh, right then and there, because he was using a cell phone in court when the jury was being picked for his rape trial. Yeah, I could see that. And the judge had said, is this really the way you want to end up in jail for the rest of your life, by texting and violating a court order? <laughs> well, I just find that fucking humorous. If you're texting during jury selection, like, what are you, are you thinking? Uh, like, that's, that goes I beyond... <laughs> that, that goes a lot... 
more than just I don't take this trial seriously. That's he could be texting things out about jurors and tainting the jury pool. Like you're just being yeah. an idiot. Mm-hmm. But I guess he's got nothing more to lose. Why not? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure he'll be the next fake suicide. Yeah, they said the judge actually said to his lawyer, said, What did I say would happen if he so much has a cell phone or electronic device? Since there has been repeated violations of this, including some on the record. And the judge goes, yeah. I believe you said remand. <laughs> 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 There's a grave risk that this defendant at some point will realize that the evidence against him is imposing and overwhelming, and he will try to escape, said the lead prosecutor. Yeah, who tried, right. who's out on a oh, who urged urged the judge to put him on a five million dollar bail, at least. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know what he has left for money, but I'm sure it's a lot more than five million. Uh, and then the judge turned re- after the guy said that. The judge turned back and said, "I'm not looking for apologies. Says I'm looking for compliance." Ooh, that's just like he's. He, he, he's got a female judge. She's going to fucking rip him. Well, of course she is, and he deserves it. Like, I fully agree. He, he's not just getting ripped. I mean, no, I don't believe everyone in the Me Too movement. I don't. I think a lot of it is out of context. I think a lot of it is just pandering to an audience that wants people to get thrown under the bus. But Weinstein, I don't think, fits that bill. It, you know, I said the same thing about Bill Cosby. When it's one, maybe two, maybe even four could be lying. 63 aren't lying. And I don't know how many it is against Weinstein, but at that point, you know, that's a pattern. That's not – I don't think that many people is like a conspiracy against him. I, he did some nasty shit. But he's only up on five charges. Oh, yeah, of course he is. You know, and that's the thing. Um, yeah, so it's only on five charges. Pickman but. was only up on six. Yeah. Because that's all they could make stick. That's just insane. So there you go. So getting well, in trouble. Getting enough. in trouble using a cell phone. <laughs> I hope. I wish he was on capital. Or, or uh, yeah, capital punishment. I wish that was on the table. I just want to see him fried and dead. Yeah, well, that, but that would never happen anyways because he didn't uh, – nobody died. I don't care. I think it should. I think we should wide open the uh, – wide open? That's not really how you say it. I think we should open up the the level for, for capital punishment. I think it should be lowered ex- just extensively. Lower the standards for what it takes? Way, way, way down. Like car theft. <laughs> Get rid of these people. Cartha. Well, I'm sorry. I still maintain crime goes down if capital punishment's on the table. I guarantee you. People say it's not a deterrent. Yeah, right now it's not. But if if you drop that bar down to include like auto theft, property crime, crime goes down when people think they might die for it. I promise you it works. So how about this for you, Eric? I've been I was saving this one for you for just this moment, I think. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, two children at the ages of 12 and 13 were shot 
after throwing snowballs at passing cars. Oh, of course. A guy in a white Toyota, one of the snowballs struck a white Toyota, and the driver got out of the car and shot at the children, hitting both, hitting two of them. Now, both injuries is- were life-threatening. The kids are fine. In the sense, the kids are treated. fine. The kids got shot. They're not dying, but they're yeah, but uh, they're not fine. You don't catch a bullet and walk it off. <laughs> Could <laughs> Rambo seems to do it all the time. <laughs> they're not fine. This stop shooting kids. What the fuck? How is this a national pastime in that fucked up country? And they have no idea who did it. All they know is it's a white Toyota. So they're trying. There's a they're looking for information to try to catch the guy. Okay, let me say first of all, after these kids heal and they're fine from their bullets, beat them. What the fuck are they doing out there throwing snowballs at passing cars? You know how fucking dangerous that is? Dangerous enough to get fucking shot, apparently. Dangerous enough that those cars could have swerved off the road and killed a lot more people than just two stupid shitty kids. Yep. But on the other hand, like, I don't know. It's got to be a joke. It's got to be a hoax. It can't be real that this many people are touting, yeah, we need our guns. We gets to keep our guns. We got to keep our guns. Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Fuck you. The 11-year-olds are getting shot. Mm-hmm. You can't keep saying you need these guns. You don't need to shoot an 11-year-old ever. They're little. Kick them or whatever. I don't care. Yeah. You don't. Even if he had got out and walked over and slapped one of them, I would have been fine with that. I yeah, it's better than shooting, I'm sure. And they're doing a shitty fucking thing to begin with. Don't fuck with cars. Yeah, it was a group of kids, and these were two two out of the group. Gosh, they ended up getting hit. Well, they were probably going to grow up to shoot someone anyway, so maybe now they might not. Hopefully. Or they just grow up and they, they're shitty kids, like shitty Canadian kids. They're like, yeah, I took a bullet and I'm fine, so I'm going to get a gun and play back now. <laughs> um, now, you talked about, now you talked about bringing back the lowering the bar for all of the down. Right. So here's down. one for you. Uh, so the UK had a very serious run for a couple of years or a few years of a guy who, well, of a, of a serial rapist, but he was raping. What brands? Uh, first of all, raping men, cinnamon toast crunch or no, <laughs> uh, I think it was fruit loops because they were gay. Well, I got to tell you about this American cereal I had today, but sorry, carry on with your rapist. Okay. So yeah, so this guy going on, uh, they ended up catching him. Uh, what he was doing was he was bringing guys home to his apartment uh, when they were he'd like bring them home after like the club, get them blackout drunk, and when they blacked out, he he'd rape them, and he would videotape himself doing this. So a lot of the guys didn't quite realize what had gone on. Yeah. Until after, um, uh, until sort of like much after the fact or whatever else. Um, he got caught because one guy came to in the middle of it. That's a good way to get caught. That was a good way to get caught. He freaked out. He got out, got to the police, and they ended up catching him. They found him. He's been found guilty 
of 159 counts of sexual offenses against 48 different men. Wow. He's probably denying it, too. He's like, no, it's just a nope. game I invented. I call it sleep creep. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> now, hang on. Here's the Are crazy Are you raping guy. me? No. It's just sleep creep. You wanted it. That's why you came here. So he's a native of Indonesia on a student visa in 2007. He received two degrees in sociology and planning from the University of Manchester and was studying for his doctorate at the University of Leeds when he was suspended. (laughs) University of Leeds, that's just funny because he leads men to his apartment. (laughs) His thesis was called Sexuality and Everyday Transnationalism. Uh, South Asian gay and bisexual men in Manchester. Manchester was his name. Was thesis, which makes sense because I believe Indonesia is one of the hardest countries. They're one of the Muslim countries that's following suit with everyone else and making gay illegal. Okay. Um. Oh, you're going out. Hang on. No, I'm not. I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um. I'm keeping that. <laughs> yeah, I figured you might be. Um, uh, the reason why I brought this one up because he was listed as Britain's most prolific rapist. I'm trying to bypass this. You don't. Keep I love. Talking. No, I gotta say, just real. I love that you're just at the top of your lungs talking about raping men. So <laughs> your mom assumes you're going out. <laughs> oh, I, I hear him talking about raping men. Are you going out? <laughs> Just sharpening my knife. I'm tired tonight. (laughs) Not tonight. Just doing the planning. (laughs) I'm just Uh, doing this guy's ass. What? It's a podcast. It's terrible. You don't you don't get to meet my goat. (laughs) (laughs) I I just lost the ability to talk shit about your goat. That's terrible. That's Uh, funny. Anyway, so yeah, so this guy is Britain's most prolific rapist. Um, he's been sentenced. He will serve a minimum of 30 years before being considered for release. Good. Um, his father, who is a wealthy businessman, uh, has told the media that his son, he basically said, he goes, we accept the verdict. His punishment fits the crime, and I don't want to discuss the case any further. I love British guys. British guys are so quick to write off their kids like that. Yeah. Well, he's technically not British. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, he. Um... All joking aside, um, I know a guy that this happened to. Um, not in this case, obviously, but I know a guy who, really? who who had this done to him, and it was actually a group of dudes who took him to the beach and did this very thing to him. And he's ruined for life. He, he, there's no video evidence or anything like that, but he knows what happened to him, and he, he'll never get over it. He's destroyed. It's so much worse than just regular rape. It's, it's like such a violation of a straight dude. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying these guys were straight. I would assume most of them weren't, because why are you going back to another dude's apartment after the bar? Like, that's just weird. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming most of them weren't straight. I, I, I just, no, he lived I, in this in the heart of the gay district. Yeah. Uh, so now chances are they're all gay, but uh, but either way, 
Yeah. yeah I, I, I think man-on-man rape, I, I, I'm not minimizing any rape whatsoever, but man-on-man rape is a little harder to swallow. No pun intended. <laughs> but punny enough. <laughs> it's... I'm trying to be serious here, and I'm really not doing a good job. No, it's a, it, it just seems worse to me. Uh, not that mm. it, there's any, that, there's no rape that's better, but yeah. this seems it's, definitely it's worse. Ra- the reason why you say that is simply because that you, it's something you could more relate to. No, uh, that's uh, yeah, well, possibly, exactly possibly, but I just think it's such a violation of a of a straight guy to be raped by another guy. Um, you got to admit that would be most likely worse than a girl raping a girl. Oh yeah, which is why it's so much worse for a woman to be raped by a man. I think that would be. But um, uh, a man getting raped by, especially a straight man getting raped by a man. Not that anyone enjoys getting raped. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's (laughs) a straight man getting raped by a man. It's Enjoying you that's right that's psychological damage for for a long, 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 long time. Yeah, uh, it's just you can't believe me. I came as close as I want to at the hospital the other night, and I'm still reeling from that. Yeah, and that was consensual. <laughs> Fuck, and I was awake the whole time. I just can't imagine. I really can't. I don't want to. I can. I don't want to. Now, here's the thing that you might... But yes, that should be capital punishment. That was your point. Uh, Yes, capital punishment should should include a hundred and some odd counts of rape. That guy should be allowed to be killed. Yeah. Um, By the way, uh, they have evidence linking him to over 190 victims. 79 of... They have yet to identify 79 of them. He was charged with 48. 79 they still haven't identified, and the number between the two have just said, I don't want to be involved in the trial. And 56 asked for a second date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently he was nice about it. (laughs) Now here's the thing, because again, you know when it comes up to amazing statements made by people, uh, uh, this is the best. The judge, Suzanne Goddard is her name, after saying a whole bunch of stuff like, uh, you are an evil serial predator who has preyed upon young men who came into the city center wanting nothing more than a good night out with a few with their friends. One of your victims described you as a monster. The scale and enormity of your offending confirms this is an accurate description. Um, so the courts had rarely, if ever, seen such a prolonged campaign of rape. Now, here's the thing I find. This is what I find funny. Quote, it is almost beyond belief that someone could profess some Christian faith <laughs> could at oh, the same God. time be committing such wicked and evil crimes. Yeah, you sure sure <laughs> bet it is, except for every Christian all the time. Not everyone, just the ones who run all the goddamn churches. Yeah, so there you go. I thought that was a Christ. great that one there. Jesus. Now, Eric, this one's for the, you. The whole fucking religion is based on one woman who's just telling a story. Yeah. Uh, it's God did it. Really? You didn't just cheat on me? No, it's God's baby. <laughs> the whole fucking religion is based on this bitch sticking to her story. Yeah. Yep. 
pretty much. I'm pregnant, but we haven't even had sex yet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what we'll name him. How did you know? <laughs> he must be the son of God. Oh. Um, okay, so uh, Florida. <laughs> so we all know they start off great, but it's a Florida man. I love Florida. Uh, a Florida man is facing several charges after police say he assaulted an officer and bit the ear of a canine, canine dog while naked and high on meth. <laughs> there you go. Way to do it. That's a, that a boy. <laughs> he did. <laughs> People must get different meth than what I got. Apparently. Um, so apparently this dude was roaming around somebody's backyard with a flashlight. And uh, they called the cops. While on the scene, especially the second call for someone in the same area reporting the strange man in his yard with a flashlight. The deputies reported hearing strange noises when searching the yard and eventually located Watts naked, covered in dirt, lying in what appeared to be a shallow body of water. His behavior was described as manic by the two responding deputies who said he paced back and forth laughing while making bird noises. Yeah. Um, I've seen it right out my window here. <laughs> Lots. So then the guy ran underneath the porch of a mobile home. Again, love where this takes place. Um, where they tried to detain him. So the home just drove forward 10 feet and he was revealed. Never that happened. Um, uh, Watts punched one of the deputies when they tried to detain him, bolted underneath the uh, mobile home. After several attempts to use a taser on him, which were all unsuccessful, the officer said, all right, fuck this, we're going to get a canine. So the canine showed up. And at this point, the guy had gotten out and was in the woods. So the uh, the two responding deputies, along with five backing up deputies and the canine handler with his dog, Casper, found Watts in the woods. He was on his hands and knees and began, began to growl like a dog. Casper was given the command to apprehend Watts, but the deranged man leapt, grabbed Casper by the head, and bit his ear as he drove Casper to the ground. Well, it's kind of a fair fight at that point, isn't it? I have to agree. Uh, eventually, the dog broke free and bit Watts in the ear. And bit, yeah. And bit, sorry, bit Watts in the head. <laughs> so, yeah, so they detained him, took him to the hospital before transporting him to county jail, where he's being held on $37,000 bond. Well, that's... And I'm loving the, the, the comments behind this are amazing. Uh, should have allowed Casper to gnaw on him for a while. Um, he needs to be quarantined and checked for rabies. The man that is. Uh... No, he should have just. They should have just left him in the woods. <laughs> we said at some point he was in the woods. That's a good place for him. Leave him there. Let's leave him there. He'll come out of it. I don't know where people get this like crazy meth psychosis from. I've never experienced that. Right. Um, it's different meth, I guess. But I really, I want to win that contest where we get to go to Florida for the podcast movement. Um, Florida just sounds like a magical place. <laughs> I'm getting so terrified to go to Florida now. <laughs> it's, it's, well, you got to think. I've only been to like the northernmost states and to California, but outside of California, Texas, I've only been to the most northern states you could be. And people are as fucked as you could possibly imagine. 
So you think Florida is the farthest south you can go. People must be just fucking ridiculous down there. Oh, I I'm talking like get high and bite police dogs ridiculous. <laughs> he said uh, Florida man level savage. That's <laughs> another favorite of mine. Because there are always good ones there. Um, now, I'm saving this one for you, Eric, because uh, I thought this was... I don't even know what to think of this. I, I just guess it's funny. I don't know. A Kentucky family court judge is accused of having sex with staff members in the courthouse. Was boy. With pay. Uh, that a girl. Her name is Judge Dawn Gentry. Oh, that's so hot. Oh, that's not all. Um... Uh, while serving as family court judge in Canton County, in particular since being elected, you have engaged in a pattern of conduct that constitutes misconduct and also violates the code of judicial conduct. girl. Now, here's the whole thing. Uh, one of the things, one of the looter charges leveled against the judge includes, included the inappropriate hiring of Stephen Penrose, the man she was said to have been engaging in a sexual relationship. Yeah. Um, she gave him a oh, job. I love oh, it. She didn't, she didn't just give him a job, but she had forced another employee to resign to create the opening for him. Oh, that's great. Right? Then she was accused of having a threesome with her sex secretary, Laura, and oh Penrose while in God. office during work hours. This is a, it just gets better and better. This is like a living fucking porn. This is amazing. Uh, she's accused of hiring other employees not based on merit and of making unwanted sexual advances towards others through the social media platform Snapchat. Oh, I got to get on the Snapchat. Apparently, it's good for judges. So, uh, yeah, she's denied all accusations. Oh, of course she is. Yeah. I would love to get in a inappropriate relationship with a dirty judge. That would be amazing. A female judge, obviously. <laughs> to fuck a judge, a female judge. That, that would just be fantastic. I, you know, I, I, I almost, uh, I didn't capitalize on it, but I did have a, a, a relationship with a married cop briefly. Mm -hmm. RCMP. Um, I didn't know she was married. I didn't care when I found out, but <laughs> but you didn't know. I didn't know at the beginning that she was married, um, but she was crazy hot. Now, just like hot cop, that's that's just that might be one step above hot judge. But um, I'm not looking her up because I'm lazy. Is there a picture of this judge? Yeah, there's a picture of her. Is she good looking uh -huh. at least? I mean, I wouldn't throw her out. She's got ears there that stick go. out. <laughs> oh, I think it's because people are used to grabbing your ears from behind. If I'm banging a judge, I don't care if she has ears. <laughs> Getting her to listen to stuff. <laughs> I don't care if her ears stick out. That's I'm not gonna fuck her ear <laughs> unless she really wants me to. Yeah, I was gonna say you're missing out, my friend. <laughs> that is amazing. I I judges are can be. Again, all joking aside, judges have the power to be the worst people on earth, and there's really very little you could call them out on. Nah. 
you know, what are you going to do? Call a judge? Judges <laughs> fucking, they're the judge. They're the law. Yeah, they, yeah, that's right. They make law. Um, cops don't make law. The executive branch, judges aren't supposed to make law, but they do. And you can't, you know, really they rule out of fear. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing. And any time you question them, you can be in contempt of court. So there's, they could get away with a ton of shit. Yeah, definitely could for sure. It's uh, it's kind of scary. I've never, I, I, I'm good at crime, so I've never really been in front of a judge, um, except for family court, and they they were terrible to me there. But, but I've never had a criminal charge against me. Um, I did have a misdemeanor charge, and I, but I I pled that out. <laughs> and that was just for streaking. Yeah, uh, but sorry. Um, I, I, I'm afraid of judges. I, 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 I don't think there's enough oversight. Although these these cases, I, I am sure, are quite rare. But I, I think there needs to be some oversight. Um, you know, I was I was on about doctors the other night. The same thing. There's no oversight. They just do what they do, and if they just go, no, nah, you're fucked. Get out. You just go, okay, I guess I'm fucked, and you get out. Um, <laughs> judges do the same thing. Judges are like, okay, I'm, God, that's the decision, and you got to stick to the decision. You go, okay, that's the decision. Like, appeal court is fairly useless for the most part, but that's all you have in your corner. You can appeal the decision. So the judge says, I'm right, and you go, no, you're wrong, and then another judge goes, no, she's right, and that's it. Then, then you're done. That, that's the end of it. That's it, yeah. And if if one of the judges happens to be attractive and banging everybody on the every other judge, then she's always right. Yeah, that's just how that works. So, guys, what I'm saying is, go get on a judge's good side. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and be good in bed when you do. Be good in bed, and if you want to be good in bed, listen to Eric Gord. Thursday, January the 16th, we are going to have a Get Good in Bed expert joining us. And she's going to teach us all how to be better in the sack. Um, (laughs) That's going to be quite the episode. And that's just true, listeners. January 16th, anybody listening, this is probably the most exciting guest we've ever had. Um, She's fairly high profile. She sells dirty, dirty, dirty sex games online. Not exactly the way. Well, okay, yeah. There's no denying she does. Did you did you look at all of the games? They, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I checked them all out. Quite. They many. get worse and worse as you get towards the bottom when you get into the or, spanking ones and the. Or better and better. It depends on how you look at it. No, I'm not into anything that involves pain. I'm out. I I'm not into any sort of spanking or whipping or any of that crap. See me having a high tolerance for pain. I'm I'm good for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a whole t- high tolerance for pain too, just not while I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> then it's I would rather not have pain involved. It's. <laughs> I, um, this is I, not a time where we have to relate a personal story. Okay, guys, just about I wasn't sure about that. It's, I had one lined up, but I wasn't sure if I should say it or not. Maybe we should save it for that episode. I don't know. Yeah, save save all Later. your filthy questions for her. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a filthy episode, and she sounds like a filthy woman. I'm excited to talk to her. 
Um, I hope she doesn't listen to this episode prior to because I don't want to scare her away. Um, I'm very curious. I want to learn things. I don't know a lot about things and stuff. I, I know my basic poker hand that I, I bring to the table. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what she's... I don't even know what she's going to talk about. I, I have no idea. Um, I just told her to come on and talk about whatever makes you... Like, whatever you're interested in, you, you do your thing. Um, I Yeah, I'm probably going to have a whole lot of great questions for her. So yeah, I will be probably quite quiet for this one. Or I'll just generally interject with a funny joke, and, and then I'll go back to shutting up, and you guys can talk. <laughs> um, I have a story for you, Eric, by the way. This one will cheer you up a little bit. If, you're if not it doesn't me. involve man rape or dirty judges, I'm in. Okay, it does not. It involves a... I bet you when she's got makeup, she's probably pretty hot. A uh, British woman has been jailed for getting drunk on uh, some flight I can't pronounce the name of, uh, attacking the flight crew and passengers and propositioning male passengers to join the Mile High Club with her. Is it Lufthansa? No, it's no. P-T-I-H-A-D, Eddie Hand. Oh, Jesus, I've never even heard of that. Neither have I. Yeah. Demi Burton, 20 years old, boarded the flight from Abu Dhabi to Manchester on May 9th. Oh, okay, so it's like Egyptian air. Yeah. So this happened on May 9th. Wow. Uh, From Abu Abu Dhabi, there's a lot of Muslims on that plane, too. Yes, that did. uh, Apparently, she had... Uh, according to the mayor, the woman asked several male passengers to go to the plane bathroom with her to join the Mile High Club. Two passengers in particular remember hearing comments, uh, and they at first laughed it off, but then they became more and more increasingly inappropriate, and she asked them to join the Mile High Club. Uh, one of the flights refused to serve the woman more alcohol. She reportedly became aggressive and bit and headbutted the crew members, as well as other passengers. Oh, she probably thought he was a Florida police dog. <laughs> One of the passengers bitten was an anesthesiologist. Described the woman's outburst on the plane as the worst than anything he'd 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 seen in the emergency room. Well, then why didn't he knock her out? That's you're an anesthesiologist. You should be able to knock her out very easily, right? Um, I love. Can I just say real quick? Uh, she's probably good looking if she puts some ma- makeup on. That's so just egregiously insulting. Like. Oh, this woman would probably be good looking if she had a fake face over her face. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a bad picture, but it's walking at a courthouse, so nobody's happy. You know, she's looking pissed, but she's yeah, she's a she's a good looking girl. You'd I'm probably sure she was smiling if you changed everything about your face. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, just how the if you had a bunch of makeup on, because without it, you're terrible. <laughs> I would have taken her up on the offer, but <laughs> yeah, I can't believe nobody did. I can't believe that story doesn't end with one guy was forced to return to his seat after saying yes. <laughs> I think she just approached it wrong. I think she was a little more discreet about it. I think she would have gotten what she wanted. Oh, 100%. There's no guy in the world <laughs> says no to that, especially not to a woman you're probably never going to see again who's drunk. I, who's drunk. <laughs> um. As a result of her being verbally abusive towards me and assaulting, I couldn't eat or drink anything whilst the flight was ongoing, flight attendant said. 
in his statement. <laughs> my my most my longest flight in twenty years was here to Calgary, like forty five minutes. I had it done in a heartbeat. <laughs> I got nothing but time, honey. Got tons of time in forty five minutes. That's enough time to get drunk and do it twice. Uh, she claimed she was drinking to quell her her fear of flying. <laughs> Uh, the defense lawyer claimed her behavior was completely out of character for the woman. Uh, the attorney also blamed her outburst on her emotional stress caused by her return home to the UK, as her family has behaved towards her from her early years in a very controlling and very abusive way. I said this about the racist chick on the last episode. You don't get drunk and act out of character. You get drunk and act in character. Yeah, it exemplifies out what you character. want to do. Yeah, she, she, she was given six months in jail. The 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 Latin say in vito veritas. In wine, there's truth. Yes, very very good. It's uh, you don't get drunk and act out of character. You get drunk and act how you really want to be all the time. <laughs> That's why people don't get drunk. No one wants to be who they want to be all the time. You're, we're all terrible people. <laughs> You're just that one drink away from doing it. <laughs> We're all one drink away from being our worst case scenario. <laughs> That's why we have to stop drinking when we're adults and smarten up because no one, you, no, no one is good when they're that drunk. We all become horrible. No one like gets drunk and works on a cure for cancer. That doesn't ever happen. <laughs> No one gets drunk and figures out what to do about the Iran crisis. Like, no one no. No <laughs> slamming shots going, just wait, wait, I can fix this. It doesn't happen. Uh, if it did, that would be cool. But that doesn't exist. We all get drunk and we just want to fuck things. Or people or planes or whatever. It's basically we just want to fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, Time magazine was slammed on Tuesday over a bizarre article meant to help parents explain the significance of the killing of Iranian general. Now, keep in mind that just someone just literally slammed the magazine shut. That's all that means. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, quote, Time magazine was slammed shut. Was slammed shut. Uh, if you need help, quote, if you need help talking with the children in your life about the aftermath of the Iranian general killing, at Times for Kids has a guide to explaining the topic. How about just don't talk about killing with your kids? Let fucking kids be kids. How many times do I have to say this? There's shit kids don't need to know about. Sorry. Um, I'm just, I don't even want to say about this one. Because literally all, apparently what she says is it's, it's a difficult topic to explain to children, which is why you don't. Yes. Uh, trust your instincts. You know your kids best. Use that knowledge to gauge the depth and breadth of your discussion. Sometimes it's best to let a child take the lead and only answer the questions they are asked. That are asked. No. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> don't answer kids' questions. They're kids. They're not supposed to have the answers. When you're eight, you're not entitled to anything, and nothing you say matters. That's just, let kids be kids. Let them go eat mud and punch each other in the face and play hockey and stuff. They don't need to know about death in Iran. They don't need to know about sexuality. They don't need any of this adult crap. Stop making them grow up faster than they need to. 
Not only that, but here's like literally this is what it says. Here's some of the questions. Who was his name? Like who was he? And their answer was he was a top military leader in Iran, a country in the Middle East. That's it. Cool. No no back explanation about anything. Like because literally this is what it says. The guy states states simply, without going into any detail about the hundreds of American and thousands of civilians Somalian is said to have been responsible for killing over the decades. Uh, the don't next go into detail. You don't have to. You know what happens when you go into detail with little kids like that? They grow up to be dirty judges. Yeah, exactly. Alone. When someone says, if your kid goes, who was that? You say he was a bad man. You'll read about him when you grow up. Yeah, he was a bad man. That's it. Simple. Why did the U.S. take action against him? Their reason? Because President Donald Trump has called him a terrorist. No, President Donald Trump calls everyone a terrorist. He called Rosie O'Donnell a terrorist. That's a bad answer. Don't answer because he's bad. He's just, he's a bad man in a bad place. And something bad happened to him. You'll learn about it when you go to school, in high school. You know how much shit I don't tell my daughter because she's five? Everything. Because she's five. She should know about Barbie. And I don't even tell her that Barbie is pretty much a horrible example because you have to buy her friends. That's right. Who are all horrible examples. It took him 50 years to come out with a black one. Oh, you'll love this, Eric. I already hate it. Yeah, well, this will make it worse. Under the question, why don't the U.S. and Iran get along? Joyce pointed to the 1979 hostage crisis and noticed that and noted that tensions increased in 2018 when Trump withdrew the U.S. from the Iran nuclear agreement and hitting the regime with sanctions that have hurt the Iran's economy. However, the guy doesn't acknowledge his heavy involvement in terrorist acts and other acts of violence throughout the Middle East. <laughs> and you know what the little kid heard when you said that? The teacher from Charlie Brown. That's all kids here at that yeah. age. They don't want your fucking answers. They want pie and soda. You know who Ben Shapiro is? Yes, of course. Ben Shapiro. He goes, do you want to know how you answer that question? A bad man who killed people. There, see? <laughs> Me and Shapiro, we've always been on the same page. He actually does a podcast with Adam Carolla. <laughs> Fuck. He does. He does a legal podcast. Oh, does he really? Yeah, a really good one. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, so, yeah, so there's that for you. I was yeah, just, a, a bad wow. man. I wouldn't even go so far as to say a bad man who kills people. I just say he's a bad man. Kids don't need to know about killing. Kids who learn too much about killing are the fucking Menendez brothers. Yeah. They don't need to know this shit. It's, we're, we're corrupting them far too young already. I didn't know anything was real i i knew freddy krueger when i was a little kid i didn't know people really died Mm -mm. um even the the first persian gulf war back when we were kids and we had the persian gulf war and operation desert storm and stuff i not a lot i was in the seventh grade not a lot was made clear to me and i'm glad for it now i know but when i was fucking 10 i didn't need to know it's hard enough for kids nowadays trying to figure out like what the fuck bras are and why fucking Jersey Shore exists. They don't need the pressures of fucking death in the Middle East 
sexuality no, I, problems and drugs and all this stupid shit. And then we wonder why there's Amanda Bynes in the world. Right. Let kids be kids. My daughter is going to be a kid until she's 39. That's not true. That would make her stupid. But uh, she's not going to know about death in the Middle East when she's five or six or seven or eight. They don't need to know this shit. Oh, shit. Um, if I were to say the name to you, Nick Sandman, do you know who that is? Nick Sandman. Why, Sand- does that, Sandman. why does that ring a bell? Nick Sandman is the kid in the Make America Great hat. Um that was standing there smiling to the... Oh, with the native guy. In the, the native guy. The liar. The damn liar. Right. So, uh, CNN on Tuesday has settled the defamination lawsuit filed by the Covington uh, Catholic High School student Nick Sandman over his botched coverage of the viral confrontation. Uh, because the whole thing that CNN initially reported on was a complete bold-faced lie. Yeah, they kept it up. Um, it was a two hundred and fifty million dollar defamination suit, and he wasn't lying when he appeared in the oversized suit with the light shining on his face, so he looks like a little cherub sitting there, fucking all innocent. Uh, uh, fuck you! You're lying just as bad as CNN. <laughs> they put him in a suit that's two sizes too big, so he looks like a little kid. They tell you to do that for no matter what you're going to court in. Always show up looking pretty and keep your mouth shut. He wasn't and a little kid smart. either. Nah, he's a high school kid. Ah, this fucking... I can't believe this thing is still in the goddamn news. Remember how I said it wasn't news when it was news? Yep. Oh, I actually think God. it was news because it was a pretty big deal when it shows one like the a particular whole side of a media outlet completely lying to the public about what's actually happening in a video. Yeah, but I explained what actually happened. And I'll, if I have to go back, I will. Here's what and actually even, happened. Hang on, and before you do that thing, keep in mind, even after it was explained, they still continued to promote and state, no, 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 this is, this is what's happening, this is what happened, and, this is, and they continued to oh, call him. It's not news that CNN is lies that's not shocking at all everybody knows cnn's bullshit right but this is one of the this is great because it's they were caught red-handed or red-hatted if you will and had to admit their um their guilt on this one and pay somebody out under a huge amount he's initially asking 800 million dollars he settled on 250 it's their fault for making a news story out of a non-story that's right a bunch of high school kids were fucking obnoxious shocking a native guy was obnoxious. Shocking. A bunch of fucking religious fucking zealots were obnoxious. Oh, my God. That's not fucking news. Nothing about this story was ever news. Some high school kids acted up on a field trip. Oh, yeah, that never happens. That better be on CNN. Fuck off. It was such a non-story to begin with. The fact that this kid gets anything other than a smack in the head for being retarded baffles me. <laughs> You don't want to be lied about on CNN? Don't fucking get on CNN by being a dick. Uh, I'm on mixed emotions on this because, again, I'm, I 
personally love hearing when they get caught red-handed and they have to admit their guilt on saying, yeah, you know what? We completely made this thing up. We basically went out of our way to demonize somebody for no reason other than just because we want to sell more papers or yeah, but push the a specific only reason, agenda. The only reason this piece of shit won this case was because another station lied enough to make him look not guilty. It, it's no. all lies. Somebody lies else, somebody, somebody other just released the whole video. That's all it was. It's all lies on all sides. The CNN's bullshit. This is what I'm just saying about everything. All news is bullshit. It's just the way it is. I know when I watch the whole thing, like I said, I watch the whole fucking video. And it starts off with the... With who actually started the whole thing, which was the... That pro-Islamic, whatever yeah. it was, group uh, that started the whole thing. Who still doesn't even get mentioned watching the whole fucking deal about the whole thing. No, of course they, not. Which is, which is technically good, because the less they get mentioned, the better anyways. Um, but yeah, I just, that's, I mean, as soon as I saw the video, it, it was the same thing as the MX, MS-13 gang with Trump. Trump calls all immigrants animals. And, yeah. as soon as, and as soon as you just say, okay, where's the whole video? As soon as you find the whole video, bam, there it is. All MX-6 people, they're all, they're all animals. That's not what he said. He said that these people are animals. This is why I'm telling everybody always, day after day after day, you have to find the truth in your news. And it's not just CNN. It's everybody. Keep in mind, Canada's news is run by two fucking companies. They're no better than CNN. Yeah. I mean, none of them are any good. You have to try to find all angles. Even on the internet, when you're looking for the angle, you got to watch out what angle you're looking at Mm -hmm. and who's doing it. And I don't even understand this fucking kid, and I don't get why Metallica is not capitalizing on it because the kid's name is Sandman. This is a great cross-promotional opportunity for the re-release of the Black Album. <laughs> that's, that's really true. I never thought about that. <laughs> and you'd think when it comes to making money, Metallica's all over it. Oh, that they definitely are. God damn it. Fuck, I hate everything. This is why I don't watch the news anymore. This everything makes me fucking mad. Um, we're pretty much close. That's it. You're, you're fishing for stories now, aren't you? No, because there's one I've been holding on to. Okay, well, we're an hour and a half in. Let's get it out of the way. All right. Um, I saw this yesterday on social media as a picture. Damage cause was also lied about, which was all proven, which is why you don't hear about it anymore. It wasn't all proven. The That's, second it got proven, the second it, it got proven out that proven. it was all basing it off of old pictures. It wasn't all proven. You're just just gonna hate this year more and more and more. Just news is just gonna get more ridiculous. <laughs> judge issues gag order. <laughs> That's funny with the dirty <laughs> rapey judge. Um, <laughs> gag order. <laughs> gag. <laughs> I'm going to hate this year. This is going to be the worst year for a podcast ever. I'm just going to be screaming 
for the next 300 episodes. Which is why just, it's you know, great for our, our podcast because people I seem to like it. The news is just going to be sensationalized crap. It's just gotten <laughs> to the point now where no one gives a crap. Everyone knows it's fake, so it might as well all be the National Enquirer every night. Fuck you, Donald Trump. This is the Trump-created world. This is, uh, Trudeau's goddamn beard is going to be news for the next two months. Yep. Until it saves before the election, and that's going to be the big fucking... The other shoe drops. Boom! He shaved the beard. Oh no, the country's ruined. <laughs> it's back to the way it was. No. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. I said it last night. I'll say it again. I hate all of you. My ulcer is just getting worse and worse, and I have to go. <laughs> I can't handle this. Just creating your bleeding. It is not making it better. Uh, that's it for tonight uh, the plans have changed for me so it looks like we've got a good week of episodes ahead of us um, that of course is dependent on on your better half Gord uh, and what his plans are <laughs> my better half what is your plans no the, the our listeners better half uh, being yeah. oh um I um as far as I know, I'm pretty much good almost every night. Well, you're available every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I have to tell um, myself that. <laughs> well, that's good. That's going to be just like the good old days. Let's stick around and listen to that. I'll be sure to get uh, this episode up. And the last one, I don't think I got up right away either. I'm way behind on that. So tonight, I'll get both of these episodes up. And Beautiful. I will still be trying to get the Harris County Police Department. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out, but I am trying. In the meantime, we've got an author coming on. We've got a filthy sex lady coming on. It should be a good, fun month. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a beautiful start to the year. I think it might be. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we're around in the corner to Season 3, March 18th. We're kicking off Season 3, so... That'll be the third year. The third year of this fucking podcast already. (laughs) It's insane. Crazy how time flies when you fucking hate the world. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a beautiful thing. It kind of is. All right, everybody, until we talk to you again, take care of each other. Don't set fires and fuck a judge. Not in that order, anyway. Every story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday And now 